ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار فيا عباد الله from the great narrations in the sunnah of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the hadith where the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explained to us regarding the day of judgment and that the sun is going to come close on that day to within a mile and it may not be the mile that you know on the roads some of the scholars have said it will be even shorter than that type of mile and so the people will be sweating some of them up to their necks others up to their waists others up to their ankles and there will be tremendous heat and there will be no shadow to find on that day except the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is mentioned or the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stated in a hadith regarding this that there are going to be seven people seven types of people who will be shaded on that day on a day when there is no other shade save the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala these seven categories of people they are the ones who did virtuous and righteous actions in this world and so they are given that shade on that day where there will be no other shade for anyone else to find anywhere else from the seven categories that are mentioned the first of them is imamun adil in the hadith it mentions 
سبعة يظلهم الله في ظله يوم لا ظل إلا ظله that there are seven who Allah will shade on that day Allah will shade on that day on a day where there is no other shade save his the first of them is Imamun Adil a just Imam a just ruler a just leader, a person who was in authority and he was just. He was an Imamun Adil. And this is a great virtuous action. Everything you hear in this hadith, it is from the Fadailul A'mal. In fact, the scholars they say the greatest hadith about Fadailul A'mal is this hadith. So the first one is the Imamun Adil, a just Imam. And the Imam does not necessarily have to be just the ruler. That is one type of Imam. That is one type of the person in authority. So the rulers, they are to be just. And they are to rule upon the Qur'an and the Sunnah and we are to obey them. And that is why there are many narrations where the Prophet ﷺ commanded us to obey the rulers. Fadail ibn Iyad from the Salaf, he said, If I had one dua, which was definitely going to be answered, then I would make that dua for the ruler. He said, if I had one dua, which was definitely going to be answered, then I would make it for the ruler. Not for myself, not for my family, but for the ruler. The one dua which is definitely going to be answered. Because if Allah answers that dua and makes the ruler an imamun adil, then all of the people they will benefit. Everybody under that ruler will benefit. And so the first category of people mentioned is the imamun adil. And this counts. Also, for the people in their homes even, that a person looks after his household and behaves with justice in his household. Just like the narration mentions, All of you are shepherds and all of you are responsible for your flock. So you are like, the Imam in your house, you are looking after and you are in charge of the affairs of your home. So you must be just in that affair. So the first category mentioned here is the Imamun Adil. The second category, Shabun Nasha'a fi Ibadatillah. A youngster, a youth who was raised upon the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a youth 
someone young raised upon the obedience to Allah, raised upon worship, prayer, dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this again indicates what a great virtue that is, that a person from a young age is raised up in obedience and worship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Praying from that young age, praying and learning how to do that, learning the correct aqidah, learning the sunnah, practicing and implementing that from that young age, then this is a great virtue because in the young age, and it doesn't mean just 15 or 20, even 25 and 30 and 35, this is young age. In that young age, the shaitan, he whispers a lot to the people. Because when a person is young and is fit and is healthy and is strong, then the shaitan whispers to take him away into the worldly affairs, into the glitter and the luxury and the wealth and the money of the world into the desires of the world. The one who is young has a great whispering from the shaitan to go into that. So if he repels that, stops that, and knows that he needs to be upon the worship of Allah, then this is a great virtue for that young man or young person. So the second category who will be shaded on that day is the shabun the young one who was raised upon the worship of Allah. The third category which is mentioned is a masajid, a man whose heart is connected to the mosques. He loves to be in the masjid in the house of Allah. He loves to be in ibadah in worship, in congregational prayer, never missing it. His heart is connected to the mosque. And every time the congregational prayer finishes, then he's hoping for the next one to come and waiting for that next one to come so he can come back to the mosque again. His heart is connected to the mosque. And this is again a great virtue. This does not mean that a person stays in the mosque forever and says that I am going to do zuhd, I'm going to abandon the world and just stay in the mosque. This is not the meaning of this narration. The Prophet ﷺ and the companions, they would be in the mosque and they would go out and they would go take care of their affairs. But the meaning of this is that you love to be connected to the mosque and to come to the jama'ah, to pray in the congregation and to be in the house of Allah. So the one who has that sincerity, then he is also mentioned as one of the categories who will be shaded on that day. The fourth category which is mentioned, Two men, they love one another for the sake of Allah. They come together for Him 
and they depart for him loving for the sake of Allah again is a virtuous act it is mentioned in many narrations regarding loving one another and brotherhood and unity that the mu'minun are ikhwah they are brothers the believers are brothers and it is mentioned in a hadith la yu'minu ahadukum hatta yuhibba li akhihi ma yuhibbu li one of you or none of you will truly believe until he loves for his brother what he loves for himself so this again indicates this great virtue of loving for the sake of Allah because many people now as the scholars have mentioned like a Sheikh Al-Fawzan Hafizahullah he said many people now they love other people for the worldly matters that they want to get something from him they want to benefit from him there is some maslaha for them they want to get a job they want to borrow his car they want to get money they want to get something else from this person so they are good with him and they are friends with him and they behave nice with him so they can get these things that they want from him this is the reality of many people and that is not loving for the sake of Allah loving for the sake of Allah means that you love an individual due to that individual being upon the Quran and the Sunnah due to that individual practicing what Allah has commanded us to practice due to that individual implementing this religion the Quran and the Sunnah the guidance upon the understanding of the Salaf of this Ummah you love a man for that reason that is loving him for the sake of Allah and that's why the scholars they say imagine there was a Sunni a person who is upon the Quran and the Sunnah fully implementing and practicing it and you had some small problem with him something happened some disagreement happened and it happens sometimes but then there is another person Mubtadi' but you have known him for 30 years and he is your friend for 30 years and you love him and you like him which of these two people is more deserving that you love them not the Mubtadi' not the one who goes against the Quran and the Sunnah and calls to other things against the Quran and the Sunnah but even though you have the disagreement with the Sunni you still love him because he is a person of the Sunnah he is a person who is implementing the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is loving a person for the sake of Allah as opposed to loving someone for your personal benefit or your personal emotional attachment so these are so far four categories the fifth category which is mentioned رَجَلٌ دَعَتْهُ إِمْرَأَةٌ ذَاتُ مَنْصِبٍ وَجَمَالٍ فَقَالَ إِنِّي أَخَافُ اللَّهِ A man who is seduced by a woman of status and beauty seduced and called to commit evil acts by a woman of position 
and a woman of beauty. But he says, indeed, I fear Allah. From his fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he refuses to fall into that desire. And there are many examples of this which occurred. The best of those examples is Yusuf alayhi salam. When the woman of status and beauty, she closed all of the doors and she invited him to commit that evil. And indeed he refused upon fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the example of those who were in the cave and one of them said that he had a cousin who he had desired for many years and the opportunity came for him and he sat with her to commit the evil. But then when he was reminded, he feared Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and did not do that evil and did not follow his desire. They mention the story or the example that a Bedouin, a man and a woman who are not married and they are not halal for one another, that they go out into the desert where no one can see. So the man says to the woman, no one can see us except the stars. No one can see us here except the stars. So the woman says to him, and what about the creator of the stars? And what about the creator of the stars? So then he fears, and that is the point of this, Fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and stopping yourself from committing those evils. The one who is able to do that from his fear of Allah sincerely, then this is again a virtuous act and it is mentioned as one of the categories of the individuals who will be shaded on that day, on a day where there is no other shade save the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد على آله وصحبه أجمعين فيا عباد الله in this tremendous hadith the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم has informed us on that day that there will be seven types of people who are shaded when the sun is brought close and the heat and the terrifying events that are happening Five of those categories we mentioned so far. Then the sixth category that is mentioned, رَجُلٌ تَصَدَّقَ بِصَدَقَةٍ حَتَّى لَا تَعْلَمَ شِمَالُهُ مَا تُنْفِقُ يَمِينُهُ That a man he gives in charity so secretly, so concealed, that even his left hand does not know what his right hand is doing. His left hand does not know what his right hand is giving. Such is the level of secrecy and the level of sincerity in what he is giving for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So giving in charity, another great deed, and that is mentioned in the Quran in many places regarding giving in charity, giving in the path of Allah sincerely from the wealth that you have been given. The one who does that sincerely gives in the path of Allah. 
then this will be another great virtuous action and a type of people who will be shaded on that day. It is mentioned in the hadith that when a person dies, your charity that was sadaqah jariyah will continue to benefit you even after your death. That if a person dies, إِذَا مَاتَ الْعَبْدُ إِنْقَطَعَ عَنْهُ عَمَلُهُ إِلَّا مِنْ ثَلَافِ Except three things, your actions are cut off when you die. One of those three things, sadaqatin jariyah, the ongoing charity. And it is also known that you can give charity on behalf of the deceased, your deceased parents, for example, you can give charity on their behalf. So charity is a great action and a great virtuous noble act. The one who does that sincerely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the seventh category that is mentioned, رَجُلٌ ذَكَرَ اللَّهَ خَالِيًا فَفَاضَتْ عَيْنَهِ A person, a man who remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in seclusion and his eyes they shed tears. A man who remembers Allah, does the dhikr of Allah, supplicates to Allah alone, not in front of people where they can see him, not doing it for anyone else, purely and sincerely alone. He remembers Allah, perhaps the fear of Allah for his own shortcomings. And so he cries, he sheds the tears, or perhaps due to his hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the reward from Allah in the afterlife. He sheds tears. The one who sincerely remembers Allah in this way and with his heart of sincerity in hope, in fear, he sheds tears. Then this indicates again the sincerity of the heart of that person and indicates again that he is of those who are worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as they should. So he is mentioned as a category who is shaded on that day. Some of the points that the scholars have mentioned here, this does not mean that there are only seven types of people who will be shaded on that day. There are other ahadith which mention other people too. So there are actually more categories, more types of people who will be shaded on that day too. But these are examples of seven of those categories who will be shaded on that day. And similarly, even though the narration continuously mentions the men, it also includes the women. The women are included in these categories too. Except Imamun Adil, because the woman is not going to be the ruler of a country, but she can be in authority of her household, meaning looking after her children and the tarbiyah of her children. That would maybe include in that section. And similarly, for the woman that does not apply, because the women are not commanded to pray in the mosques, they pray at home. But even at home, if the woman she desires continuously to be in that worship and to wait for the next prayer, and she wishes for that prayer to come so she can be in ibadah again, then this again would perhaps be a reasoning for the woman to be in that type of category too. So this is applicable to all of those categories. 
And this indicates the fadailul a'mal, the great virtuous actions. And that is the purpose of our creation. Allah has told us in the Quran, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Allah did not create the jinn and the humans except for us to worship him. So these types of virtuous actions, we strive to do them. And the scholars, they say, maybe somebody will be in all of the seven categories. Maybe somebody will be in all of the seven categories. They have all of those virtuous actions. And they give the example of Yusuf alayhi salam, that he is in all of those categories. Yusuf alayhi salam has all of those virtues. And so a person strives to do these righteous actions to be from those who are shaded on that day. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from them, to be from those who are shaded on that day when there is no other shade.